Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. My name is Aiden O'Connor. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat, an undead favorite. And this week we are doing a very special episode about speedrunning in Dark Souls because we gotta go fast. And as you heard, we are joined by Aiden, also known as Uber Goose, uh, who is a renowned YouTube. Uh, do, do, do you stream on Twitch as well? Yes. yes yeah, I do. yeah. A YouTuber and Twitcher and somebody who knows the hell out of running uh, some speed in Dark Souls. Yep. Thanks. Uh, thanks for letting me be on. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, yeah. So uh, if we want to if we if we want to go ahead and get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like what you got what got you into doing this? Um, all right. So this is actually I got interested in speedruns far before I got interested in Dark Souls. Um, I actually got interested watching Siglemic running Super Mario sixty four huh. uh, about two years ago when he was doing a marathon. Mm-hmm. And after I watched that, I got really, really interested and started looking into it and then got um, got like a bearing, I guess, on speedrunning by watching Ocarina of Time speedruns, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really cool game if you guys haven't seen it. Um, and then I actually got introduced to Dark Souls um, in the winter last year, and speedrunning was kind of a goal from the start. Nice. Yeah, well, I've, I've not watched the, uh, the speedruns of... Uh, Mario 64 or Ocarina of Time. Like I'm familiar with the games, but I haven't uh, haven't watched them. And I'm kind of in this weird situation where I haven't watched a lot of. You know, I wouldn't consider myself a generalist fan of, of speedruns. I've only watched a few, um, but I've watched several Dark Souls ones, and I'm not sure what it is about uh, that game that that makes it so appealing to me. Yeah. What was it about uh, so. Dark Souls that it like it made you immediately think, "Oh man, I got to speedrun this." Uh, I think it's the fact that at the time the the record for the run was uh, just under one hour, which oh, wow. is absolutely insane. <laughs> um, for I'm assuming you guys and all of your listeners know that Dark Souls is a multi-hour first playthrough kind of game. Yeah, yeah, like at least forty. Right. <laughs> um, so th- I think that's what really got me interested is that there's such a like stark contrast between first playthrough and the speedrunning time. Yeah, we we've talked about that a lot on the show, the kind of compression of space and yeah. mastery that comes with with going through an area and it's an interesting idea because, you know, I feel more so than than many games um, you know, and we we talked about this a lot, the second time through you're going to go a lot quicker, third time through, you know, even quicker. And uh if you kind of just follow that to its conclusion, you know, you end up uh literally, you know, just literally doing nothing that you don't have to do. <laughs> yeah. Um So yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, how, and just, uh, just in, in kind of dry demographic style, uh, when did you start? So like what, uh, when did you, you know, date wise or around what time? So how long um, have you been doing speedrunning Dark Souls? I started in January this year. Um, and it was pretty much like right before, uh, the speedrunning really exploded for Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, my first speedrun was, uh, one hour, 59 minutes, which is crazy to me because <laughs> I hear a lot of people saying that their first speed run was like four hours long and it's just crazy. Yeah. 
How many times did you go through the game as a civilian before you before before you like started making those like concerted <laughs> before you're conscripted? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I can't think of um, a better way to put it. <laughs> um, I actually beat the game, I believe, only twice. But I made my first playthrough character was sorcery, mm-hmm. and I got them to new game plus Gwyn. And after like dying eighteen times in a row, I gave up on that. Mm-hmm. And then beat the game on a first playthrough a second time, or on a new game file, rather. Okay. And then I started speedrunning pretty much immediately after that. Right. So if if you, um, so like when you started out, you said you started out speedrunning immediately after that. And that kind of, um, one of the questions I had is that uh, I'm kind of surprised to find that you only, you know, kind of vanilla beat the game a couple of times because I would think that the, the greatest asset, like the thing you need in order to do a good speedrun is, uh, to know kind of the tricks. So there's a knowledge bit. And then there's also the mastery part where you need to, you know, you can't, you're not going to, you don't need, need to not die on bosses and you need to not die on tricky parts because that's obviously a lot of lost time. Um, so you say your first speed run was two hours. Like, was there a purport, you know, a preparation phase or did you, you know, beat the game twice and then immediately went through it about two hours? Cause that's um, impressive as hell. Like if that, if, yeah, if that's yeah. the case, like, <laughs> um, okay. So, when I decided that I wanted to speedrun it, I actually started watching streams pretty much immediately of Dark Souls. Um, and one of the streams that I watched is actually the current world record holder for pretty much every single category in the game, uh, Sanso84. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched his uh, Blacksmith Giant Hammer run, which I can explain a bit later. Um, and I really just like copied the route and just ran through it myself, and it worked out pretty well, I'd say. Right. What uh? What was the record at that time? So if you got two hours using the same tactics, what were what were you up against? Um, at that time, that run I believe was at one hour eight minutes and like forty seconds, roughly. Um, um. <laughs> and now that route is down to uh, I believe fifty nine twenty eight. So, you mentioned different categories of speed runs. Like 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 what de- delineates that? Yeah. Uh, do you, you want to give like? I mean, there's a bunch of them. Do you want to give kind of a brief overview? Yeah, of, of um, what people are doing now. So the categories, uh, Dark Souls actually gets a lot of flack in the speedrunning community um, because there's so many categories. Uh, because people, basically, the idea is um, we want to diversify it as much as possible and have it as enjoyable as possible. Mm-hmm. The fastest run is the Black Knight Halberd run um, because that weapon is insanely good very, very early, and you can beat the game in. Uh, 55 minutes, 38 seconds is the current record. Um, But the issue is that that's a random drop five minutes into the run. (laughs) So because of that, people don't want to run that route. So uh, the different routes would be like Pyromancy, Sorcery, uh, Blacksmith Giant Hammer, like I said. Gravelord Sword is a good one too. Uh, Crystal Halberd's also good. And then there's a couple other ones as well as the category for all bosses, uh, which, as the name implies, you have to beat every boss in the game. Yeah. Um, and the routes, each route has its own record in the community. Um, and I don't know, it's really, really interesting to just try to compete against other people's records for different routes. Mm-hmm. When... Uh- so the uh, the and my favorite ones that I've watched so far have been the all boss ones because you kind of see you know tricks and areas you know that you, you know they seem to be a little bit less popular you know for people like yeah. I, I feel like I see see a few of those 
Um, and then the other kind of uh, uh, dichotomy or split are people who will um, like do, you know kind of manipulate glitches and such. Like the first uh, speed run I ever saw um, popped up in my YouTube feed. Like you just you might be interested in this, and it was somebody you know who beat Dark Souls and. It was something like forty minutes, and they used the yeah. uh, the kiln, kiln glitch. Um, right. Is that something that uh, you know? How is that that looked upon? Is that considered just kind of a so, different category, or is so here? The it's actually really interesting. Um, in speedrunning in general, uh, glitches are complete fair game because when you want to beat a game as fast as possible, you abuse every single bit of the coding, and that includes uh, you know AI loops or anything like that. And that inc- also includes glitches, obviously. Right. So that would be the record if it weren't for the fact that that glitch got patched out mm-hmm. and it never even existed on the PC version of the game. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I had never tried it myself, so I didn't, wasn't aware that it went away. Can you uh, just briefly say what it is for the people who are listening yeah. who don't know? Yeah. So the cone glitch is a really interesting glitch where when you get down into the altar where you have to place the Lord Vessel, if you jump off... And then uh, force quit the game without uh, going to the menu. You just basically turn off your Xbox or whatever, or go to the dashboard is the most common way. Mm-hmm. Um, when you reload the game, because the file uh, gets really confused, it for some reason puts you inside the kiln or the first flame. Oh, so you really just have to get through in Orlando. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the record for that run is something like 29 minutes, but... <laughs> Nobody runs that, so yeah. <laughs> but but they used to, so it's it's interesting that it's an evolving thing. So like the community yeah. and and the runs around it are changing as the game kind of changes. Are there any yeah. glitches that are still extant that haven't been patched out that are that are routinely uh, taken advantage of? Not really. Dark Souls is a very very tame game in terms of glitches. Um, there are really really minor things mm-hmm. that you can't really point to as glitches obviously rolling out of a fall is a big one yeah. to point at because there's no way that that's intended by mm-hmm. the developers but everybody does it so it's whatever mm-hmm. right there there's a couple other um little things in there too one of the things that was really surprising to me the first time i saw it was the uh the ceaseless skip oh, and right. the you meant you talk about it in one of the, the your videos and you say you know i don't really try this because if you if you fail it you lose more time you know it's it's real real kind of it only works if you make it the first time. And then I had to go go look for it, and, and it was really kind of impressive. So there's still some of that stuff. It's not necessarily glitches, but kind of uh, taking advantage of the geometry. Yeah, um, it's like sequence breaks, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then I, th- I think in your in the Sorcerer one, do you do the um, – you go up into that little nook uh, with Quaylag where you yeah. can kind of repeatedly shoot her in the face or without yeah. being, yeah, being, being hit? Uh, I believe – a couple runners call it like the cheating slope or something like that. It's mm-hmm. it's just a spot where you can abuse the fact that Quayleg can't fit there. Um, and even though you can't normally run up the slope, uh, jumping in Dark Souls is really weird when you interact with slopes so you can just get up there. And if you're locked on and you're firing soul arrows, you're at an exact perfect angle to hit her body every time. Which, if you hit her body, it staggers her. So it basically yeah. makes the fight incredibly trivial. So the other thing with the uh, the halberd too, because people will do the uh, vertical slash on that. Yep, that hits her. I've definitely uh, definitely seen that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, one of the things I was when you talk about the ramp thing, it's kind of interesting. I was killing time um, with my friend Brayden, and we were uh, we're doing kind of a co op playthrough, um, and we were in uh, Darkroot. And when you leave uh, the the kind of parish 
area and look to your right, there are two slopes that go up that wall to kind of the rest of Dark Dark Root. Mm-hmm. And I spent I was just killing time waiting to get summoned and spent you know the entire time trying to jump up those ramps <laughs> because you can get so close. Yeah. To getting getting out of there, and I was just like, oh, I gotta get you know, even though I just fall through the the floor and go into a kill box, like I've got to see it because I saw the uh, the guy who went under uh, Sense Fortress. Mm-hmm. That's a um, pretty silly glitch. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't it doesn't do anything, but when I think about that killing glitch, you know, it almost as if there you know, there's almost a world in which it could, you know, like if you yeah. you know exit out um, in the the right place there, you know, maybe yeah. you'll you'll spawn inside and skip both the bells. Yeah, that's actually um, really interesting. The understands thing, uh, because I'm completely obsessed with out of bounds in any video game ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I've worked like absolutely ridiculously hard to try to find an out of bounds in Dark Souls that helps with the speed run. I haven't <laughs> found anything, but I found some out of bounds in some really weird places. Um, but the understands thing uh, turns out that kiln, the kiln of the first flame. If you look at the collision data for Dark Souls, mm-hmm. is placed right underneath Sense Fortress. Huh. Oh wow. So you could theoretically, there's a location that you can jump out into like the abyss, basically from underneath Sense, where you would be landing in the kiln. <laughs> but I found out that the kiln only loads if you get uh, a certain cutscene. So gotcha. The- yeah. There's no way to abuse that, unfortunately. But it's really interesting to look at the collision data, actually. So if you could do that, you could beat the game in, what, like 15 minutes, 10 minutes? If you could kill Gwyn with whatever you, weapon you have at that point, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I suppose yeah. that well, does. Well, yeah. you, you probably could, though, because a big part of the speedrunning yeah. is getting a, getting a deadly weapon really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say that there's some out-of-bounds areas you found, are there any of them... You know, what, what have you found? What's neat? Even if it doesn't um, contribute to speedrunning. Like, I'm interested I, in the way this game breaks as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I found like 18 different out-of-bounds uh, near the entrance of the Duke's archives where you just fall down from Anorlando <laughs> just like for five minutes before you die. <laughs> um, no, yeah, none of that does anything. Uh, there was actually a glitch found in New Londo where you can actually get down into the abyss without lowering the water mm-hmm. unfortunately the way that the water works your camera gets locked up at the surface of the water so the only way that you could theoretically fight the four kings early is if you fought them completely blind which is <laughs> not feasible <laughs> definitely not feasible for me but like yeah. in this game if something is hard i bet you someone will do it yeah oh yeah and actually one of the runners um lobos jr he does mostly challenge runs yeah and he has done pretty much everything under the sun in terms of beating the game with something ridiculous. All it takes so. is pressure and time. Yep. <laughs> you know, the, the ridiculous thing, because I've seen a video of somebody, like a group of people beating the four kings only rolling with the, the thorn armor. <laughs> and the, then I... Fuck you. That's not yeah, a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. It's just like... And then uh, I've watched a, a shield-only speedrun as well. That was actually Lobos. Oh, that's that, Lobos. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know the name of name of the guy. I'll have to check out more of his videos, though. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Because <laughs> yeah, that stuff's real impressive. So, um, go, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. 
No, you. I, so, so I say this as somebody who's generally incompetent with the game. Like, if <laughs> if if I were to stream me playing, like people would like send me sympathy cards. You know, <laughs> um, I just make a bunch of like stupid mistakes and stuff like that. You wouldn't but, be the first on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, what's the tactic for just getting good at? doing the game before you start getting fancy with it how do you ride the unicycle before you start balancing a broom with plates spinning on the end of it you know uh i'd say simply repetition yeah just doing it over and over and over until you get into a comfortable rhythm with it mm-hmm. which um is actually a big thing in speedrunning. uh rng which stands for random number generator or right. random number generation mm-hmm. um that is a huge factor in dark souls runs because when you do like the repetition that I was talking about, you get into a rhythm, mm-hmm. and whenever a boss will you know roll snake eyes or whatever, they do an attack that they never do, or they do two attacks in a row that never has happened. You just get caught off guard and can absolutely be destroyed by that. Right. <laughs> so that's an enormous thing with the repetition. So they can just do stuff that breaks it, that breaks the pattern that you're depending on. Yeah. Yeah. And and you'll see that in in just the the you know a regular playthrough as well. Like I remember, you know, the first time I saw uh, centipede demon, you know, throw fireballs at me. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, this never happens. You know, yeah. that's odd. So, um, so like, if that happens when you're at the centipede demon, you, you know, what's the latest you've gotten into a game, like into into a run, and then just messed up and like, well, hit reset. Uh, actually, Gwyn. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. It was mostly a rage reset because in most situations, if I make it to Gwyn, I'm going to finish the run regardless of if I'm going to set a new personal best or if the time is even going to be like plus 20 minutes on the last split or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll generally finish the run if I make it that far. Right. Um, but it was when I was going for, uh, at the time, world record attempts for the Blacksmith Giant Hammer. Mm-hmm. And I made it to Gwyn and died when I was uh, over a minute ahead. Oh, and no. it was pretty heartbreaking. I'm sure. Wow. Uh so, so this is this is the uh, it's been a couple times since the, that you mentioned the blacksmith giant hammer uh, run. Can can you tell us what's uh, what's involved in that? Yeah. So the blacksmith giant hammer is the weapon that you get from killing the giant blacksmith in Anorlando, which right. nobody does because he's such a useful NPC. Right. But it turns out the weapon does a ridiculous amount of damage to pretty much anything in the game. Um, I'm just going off the top of my head. I believe it does 300 lightning damage and like 120 physical. Like out of the oh. box? Uh, you, uh, that's when you get it to plus five. It's something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, but the basically the idea is get to Anorlando as fast as possible, kill the giant blacksmith, and then beat the game with his weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the, the weapon does lightning damage, uh, we use Crystal Halberd to fight Gwyn because that does like 800 damage per repost or something. Mm-hmm. And you can get it right there. Like it's not going yeah. too far out of the way. Because right. the, the way that these kind of routes are crafted, um, you know, there's such an interesting element of risk reward, right? Mm-hmm. So like uh, one of the things that was really interesting, I think the first uh, video that you did I watched was the sorcery one. And uh, because you have to have a certain amount of intelligence to use every spell, you need to have a certain number of souls to, to level up to that and get each spell. You know, when something goes wrong, um, you know, you have to really like, okay, so where you're testing your knowledge of the game, like where else is there like a soul pickup that yeah. I can grab to make exa- – like it's, it's kind of a real elegant mathematical, you know, uh, you know, almost like a program kind of thing, like a, you know, a, a series of if-then statements right. mm-hmm. and fallbacks and, and everything like that. Like it's real neat. 
Um, if you have you done one? So you said the the first one you did, you kind of copied uh, one that you had seen. Have you ever done um, like what a what has been the you know the thing that you is there have there been things that you've kind of innovated in or things that uh, you know you're real proud of that you managed to do something that you haven't seen before or uh, do something better that, um, uh, that you'd seen before? It's actually probably like the thing I'm known for the most. Um, Duke Skip is a very very interesting sequence break where you actually skip the mandatory death in the Duke's archives. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, when I started running, I really just wanted to find out a way to do that skip as mechanically as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in games like Ocarina of Time, when you have a glitch that you need to set up, each movement that Link does is a set distance. But Dark Souls is a lot more fluid than that, because, like, you only have one way of moving aside from walking or running, and that's rolling. Um, so that's like the most mechanical way to move in Dark Souls. Right. And I really tried to find out the best way to actually find a setup for Duke Skip so you don't have to like try over and over. Like You can get a first try with the, with the setup. Um, and that's the thing that I definitely worked on the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess going in a little more depth, uh, Duke Skip... What you do is you go up the elevator to get to Seath, mm-hmm. and then you pull the lever of the elevator to send it back down. You get off the elevator by going into the room a bit more, and then you roll back onto it, onto a railing specifically. And about halfway down, once you reach the opening, one, uh, where it opens up into the first enter- first area of the archives, you have to roll onto the second from the top floor onto that railing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's impressive as shit every time I've seen it. Yeah, like, it's really crazy. You know. and, and so that tri- that that trips the flag to where you don't have to go into the prison tower, but Seath moves down to the crystal caves. Right. Okay. It's actually interesting. Seath will stay up in the tower until you hit the, the cutscene in the crystal caves. Oh, wow. So you've... Even if you do the prison sequence, he's still up in the tower. If you want to go say hi, <laughs> I had no. That guy's idea. a dick. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to go say hi to that guy. Um, well, yeah, that's that's super that's super neat. Like, there's some weird things that'll happen where the game will kind of spawn an enemy or spawn a, a character in, and if you kind of mess with a flag, like I'm always thinking of the uh, the videos I've seen of people skipping getting the Estus flask in mm-hmm. the beginning and then coming back and having two Oscars. That was weird. In return to yeah, it's just yeah, it's just really odd. Um, you know, like when you try to intentionally break something, you're gonna get that kind of thing. Um, just for kind of uh, uh, completion' sake, I know what what you mean by this, but explain what you what you mean by splits. Okay, so splits. Um, this is actually a question that pops up surprisingly frequently. Um, so when we're doing speedruns, we like to compare ourselves on the fly to our personal best to see if the run is worth like you know finishing. Um, and we have a set of splits is what they're called. It's basically just a lap timer where we hit the, the hotkey to split it every single time that we get to a checkpoint. And generally those are bosses being killed. Right. Um, so when people talk about splits, it's just referring to the time that you hit the button for the checkpoint, mm-hmm. essentially. Okay. Right. So you'd have a separate, like kind of a smaller increment of time, say like, between uh, Quelag and uh, like the Iron Golem, and mm-hmm. uh, you know the first time you go through that takes you 
you know, 10 minutes. And then the second time it takes you nine. And that's what you're comparing kind of within there. Yeah. And then the split at that point would read minus one minute and you'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. So I'm ahead of my personal best. Right. Mm-hmm. And th- there's obviously software for this, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. The program that most people use is W split. Um, okay. And then a lot less known, but also quite competent is a, a program called Landfair. Um, mm. But the issue with WSplit with Dark Souls, assuming you're playing on PC, which all speedrunners actually do, mm-hmm. um, pretty much all of them, uh, WSplit doesn't like to work with Dark Souls. Or rather, Dark Souls likes to eat all <laughs> inputs, basically. Yeah. Right. So you have to have a script to make it work, but it's pretty easy to set up. So the, this is going to be kind of a kind of a weird question. Where is all of this stuff codified? Like, is it just from watching other speedrunners and learning from what they do, or is there like a specific community of the, where everybody kind of gathers and shares this stuff? Um. Oh, well, first off, when you start speedrunning Dark Souls, pretty much from day one, you're going to find another speedrunner watching your stream, assuming you're streaming it, uh-huh. um, because all all of the runners are very very interested in seeing how other people play, trying to help other people get better times. Oh wow! So um, basically. Uh, actually a fairly new runner when he started streaming uh i was like in his chat when there were like five people watching and i was like oh hey how's it going and he was just absolutely <laughs> flabbergasted i guess <laughs> like i shouldn't be surprised that the community is that supportive because everything about dark souls is like that mm-hmm. uh, from, yeah. from 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 what i've seen but that, that that's really cool that everybody's like watching out for for everybody else yeah yeah. When when it's when it's a kind of a competition, right? So like right. Uh, you know they these people you know they are they are people trying to accomplish the same thing you are, but mm-hmm. everyone's kind of challenging themselves. It's kind of like a golf kind of thing, you know, right. and uh, it kind of lends itself mm-hmm. well yeah. to that. Yeah. If if uh, so, one thing I, I thought about so, and this is this is also going to sound kind of a little bit like a weird question, but bear with me here. Um, when I started doing let's plays, I had a, a friend of mine who uh, you know like I was would not could not understand the concept of what a let's play is um you know he's not not into games or anything like that and i kind of explained why it was fun to do and and his thing was like oh i understand why you'd want to do it but why on earth would anybody in the world watch something like that (laughs) and the uh, i imagine him having you know being similarly kind of befuddled at something like a speed run where like you're not actually playing the game um and i understand why speedrunners like to watch other speedrunners but like what is your take on why somebody like, you know, myself who is not interested in speedrunning, you know, has watched, you know, 10 or 15 Dark Souls speedruns. It's, like yeah. it's actually interesting that you bring that up because my brother is actually one of the people who's like, why would you watch somebody play a game? Um, specifically, like today, he was asking <laughs> if, I, if I had uh, played Hotline Miami, which okay. unfortunately I have not. But, Ooh, fix that. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... He, I said that like, oh, I had watched like the speedrun or whatever. He's like, well, why would you watch it? And I guess the the main reason is, uh, I guess, living vi- vicariously, right. I suppose. So even if you haven't played a game, watching somebody else play the game is a similar experience for some people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you still experience like the discovery through the person that's doing the let's play. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then for you watching speedruns, I think that's more of just like 
you're just really, really interested because this game that you play so much can just absolutely be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, without even any effort. Yeah. It's a feat, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's a feat, and it's, it's fun to watch people do things that they're good at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, watching uh, mastery is really satisfying. Yeah, um, it's definitely definitely why I do it. But there's definitely it's kind of interesting the way that just some people it just makes sense for, and some people mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense at all. Right. Um, do you have like a uh, so somebody is interested in getting started watching um, other than other than your videos? Do you have like a, a favorite other speedrunner or a place that you recommend as kind of a starting point? Like I've the people I've talked to in person, I've recommended you because you because of the commentary because you kind of yeah. explain what's going on. Um, what a, what a, who else? What is what is another good kind of starting place, or who would you kind of consider to be you know the the best person to watch right now? Uh, if you want to watch the actual best runner, and like I don't even mean this in an exaggerated way, he is legitimately the best Dark Souls runner. <laughs> period. Um, Sanso eighty four. Uh, he's a runner from. Finland, and he is just absolutely amazing at the game. Uh, but if you want to just have like a, a place where there's a lot of resources, um, and it actually has links to pretty much all of my videos as well in the tutorial section, uh, DuxSoulSpeedruns.com is a really cool site. It has links to the streams of people. Um, they have a Twitter account which retweets or tweets about people streaming Dark Souls. Uh, there's a leaderboards, which is not, I guess, um, it's not complete, I guess, because everybody's getting new personal bests every day. But it's basic, it's the closest thing we'll have to com- a complete leaderboard mm-hmm. for people's mm-hmm. personal bests, so you can compare people. No. Um, and it has a, even a terminology section for any of the terms used in speedrunning. That's awesome. I, I, I knew, knew not about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it's a fairly new site, so... Yeah. Is uh is uh Senso the guy who did the um for a little while it was the all bosses uh world record where it was the blue character and he kept uh were blue by Eiffel sixty five. Oh <laughs> no. that, that that's actually uh that's Viking. Viking okay. all, he's also been speedrunning for a long time. Um and he got really popular just for doing all bosses because nobody else was doing it. But Sanso now has the all bosses record pretty much uh pretty much sewed up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. no no way anybody's going to take it now. <laughs> well, that I, I will end up watching that tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as I as I go to bed because it's it's that's kind of my go to uh, on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> this this is kind of a basic question going back to you know just the speed running itself. But like like where's the one place where it's either it's just generally accepted you're going to fuck up here, or for you there's just always the thorn in your side. Um, for me personally it's probably mm, that's actually a really hard question <laughs> I, I'd, I'd have to say Ornstein and Smo because they're by far the hardest boss in the entire game right. like by far <laughs> um, but I've messed up a lot more in like New Londo I'd say just because trying to get New Londo super fast is very very difficult mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um but for the majority of speedrunners, it's probably just Duke Skip because that mm. trick is so absolutely ridiculous. Like me, Sanso, and um, one other runner. I'm awful. Uh, Viking are probably like the three best runners at Duke Skip, but like none of us can get it 100% consistent. Right. Mm-hmm. 
it's still just like this ridiculously hard trick. So finicky, yeah. At that point, like there's there's probably a timing, you know, the you know the amount of time you can spend there and still save time. If you approach that that limit, is that a, a restart point for you? Like you're you're going to end up having to just I can keep trying this, but I would it would have been faster just to to get killed. Um, I personally don't like to reset, um, even if I lose a lot of time, unless I die, uh, mm-hmm. simply because deathless, like a deathless run, regardless of how many mistakes you make, is still going to be a fast run. Right. Um, Elaborate so, on why that is. Uh, simply because if you're going to die to a boss specifically, the time that you lose is the entire time from the last bonfire up to the boss and into the fight, however far you get in. Hmm. So if you um, don't take the safety by our Nan Orlando, which, which I'm going to start doing because my <laughs> PB is getting really good, if you don't take that bonfire and you die to ONS, the, you have to make the run back from the Firekeeper bonfire in Nan Orlando all the way to ONS. Okay. That's which, a nightmare. Yeah, it's a lot of time lost. So... As long as you go deathless, even if you lose, like, I don't know, a minute on Duke Skip, one minute is not that much compared to a death on pretty much any boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're not, uh, you know, when you say, uh, just for the, the sake of the kind of document of the podcast, explain what you mean by a safety at that point. Uh, safety bonfires are bonfires that um, are, I guess, not necessary. So there's bonfires that are necessary, such as Undead Parish. The Anerlando Firekeeper bonfire, um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> pretty much every other bonfire is a safety bonfire at that point, uh, simply because those bonfires, you need to warp to them later in the speedrun, uh, but any other bonfire that exists is pretty much unnecessary. Right. Um, so skipping them is obviously faster than sitting down at them. Yeah. And anything for time. In a speedrun, <laughs> yeah. Um, you uh, so you also speedrun some other games other than Dark Souls, right? Uh, kind of. I my main game is definitely Dark Souls, but I do speedrun. Well, did speedrun Antichamber and No Time to Explain. No Time to Explain <laughs> mm-hmm. is a really weird Flash game. Just look it up; it's crazy. Um, That's coming out. There's a Kickstarter for that right now. I think uh, so they're they're well, putting doing a commercial release for it. Is that? It's already out on Steam. I'm not sure if they if the game is done. Like that's the one I run is the one on Steam. Mm. Right. Um, but it's programmed in Flash, so it's pretty much terrible. Uh, <laughs> and then I also learned Rayman Origins, which is a really cool run, but uh, it soft locks on PC, which basically means the game will essentially crash without shutting down. Mm. Um, and it does that a lot on PC, so I don't really enjoy it. Right. Do you do you find that most uh, like speedrunners will have like a game? So like obviously there's a level of specialization involved. Mm. So are, are most people like like you in that respect, where they have one game they specialize in and then they maybe kind of dabble a little bit? Uh, for sure. Yeah. There's yeah. pretty much every runner will have like their game or their series of games. Uh, for example, one, probably the most popular speedrunner on Twitch, Cosmo Wright. Um, he streams a lot of Wind Waker or has been recently. Um, and that's pretty much his game. Uh, he started with Ocarina of Time, though. So he's pretty much like the Zelda guy, right. even though he runs other games. Mm-hmm. Actually, there was something I wanted to talk to talk about for Dark Souls um, when it comes to records for speedruns, because the game is out, obviously, on three systems. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the load times are actually different per system, obviously. Uh, and also frame rates can differ depending on what system you're on. So records go by in-game time, which can be really, really interesting because in-game time only tracks all of the time that you're in control of your character and cutscenes. So right. it cuts out any load times, any quitting and reloading the game or anything like that. So there's actually um, like game time strats for a lot of locations. So even my PB, my final split uh, was six seconds slower than my previous personal best, mm-hmm. but I ended up getting uh, 59.59 as my time. Because of the game time, because it wasn't counting... Exactly. Yeah. Right. When you say there are strategies specifically for areas to take advantage of that, like what would be an example of one? Uh, a pretty huge example is actually the Seath boss fight. Um, because in a speedrun, we don't like to fight things. We like to just run past them and then kill bosses because <laughs> it's obviously faster. Uh, when you go to fight Seath, when you first trigger the cutscene, um, there's clams that can get into the boss fight. Right. Uh, because there's not a fog wall until you hit the cutscene. Mm-hmm. So... A big strategy, there's like five different ways to tackle that. Um, and one of the most popular ones is get aggro of all of the clams, back up, and then go for it so the clams just don't get close enough to get into the boss fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one is just bum rush the cutscene and then quit the game and reload the save, and it'll put you right outside the fog gate um, with Seath there. And if you break the crystal before quitting, the crystal stays broken. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything, I mean, is there something, so we, you know, I'm coming at this, I've watched several, but I'm not, obviously not uh, in, in deeply, you know, as deeply invested in the world of it. Yeah. Um, like, what, is there anything, like, specifically kind of subject-wise or topic-wise that we're missing? Like, uh, uh, I guess I could go over, um, did you guys, I, I don't remember, did you guys talk about the Cecil Skip on your your uh, Isolith episode? We did because of the yeah uh, because, okay. because of the lore implications because that's right that's, that's, that's who we are <laughs> because because we because we yeah. are a parody of ourselves yeah right. yeah <laughs> that's that's our element of specialization in right. the, in this world or attempted specialization I guess <laughs> um, yeah which is which is just crazy too do you think um, just personally like do you think that's what the uh, the game creator was talking about and he's saying a way to to spare ceaseless so I initially was going to say no to that, but after speedrunning, it turns out that if you skip Ceaseless, the bonfire underneath the uh, the rockworm right. isn't there. So for some reason, that bonfire doesn't exist until Ceaseless dies, mm-hmm. which yeah. is really interesting. That means that they at least had some idea... Of the fact that Ceaseless could, you know, be alive still. Otherwise, yeah. that wouldn't be the, the trigger, basically. Is there any other bonfire that is flagged like that? That, that, that no. isn't just part of the world? Nope. Not a single bonfire is like that, aside from that one. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It's really That's strange. Yeah. yeah, so if you're going to skip Ceaseless, you're going to have to go all the way through, uh, Fire through Demon Fire Sage. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's really crazy, yeah. Um. <laughs> But in terms of speedrunning, like we've we've definitely covered like the basics at this point. Um, I guess a little more in depth uh, of the routes. 
Because that's like that's the biggest part of the speedrunning, are the the different routes that you can take. Um, a lot of the routes were actually just like made because somebody wanted to use a weapon to get through the game, and they did it, and it turns out that the time can be really really fast. Um, and the biggest example of that is actually when Sanso created a battle mage, which is probably the coolest route that exists in Dark Souls. Um, the idea to Battle Mage is actually you start Hunter, and then you, at least, I'm going to go over the what the route used to be, uh, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's probably the coolest. Uh, you would start Hunter, you would go into Undeadburg, and you would buy uh, Throwing Knives, Lloyd's Talisman, <laughs> Reinforced Club, Dagger, and Spear, and then you would grab the <laughs> Resin, go fight Taurus, Killing him with a uh, reinforced club with resin. Mm-hmm. Then go to the, the bridge with the drake, cut the drake's tail, use the drake sword for gargoyles and quailag, and then you would use the uh, you'd use the spear on Iron Golem. And then after that you would use you'd get the Crystal Halberd with the Lloyd's talisman in Anorlando, uh-huh. use that against ONS. Use it against Seath, and then you'd get the magic from Logan, kill him for his catalyst, and then use a uh, crystal magic weapon on the dagger for the rest of the run. <laughs> That's crazy. Because it's so contrary to what it seems like, you know, with most of the other philosophies where you're just trying to get your endgame weapon as soon as possible. Yeah. You know? Which is also how I play through vanilla as well. Right, you know, right. like I'm just trying to, to get what I'm going to use. So, so did, even down to the routes, they have different, uh, different names. Yeah. Like that. Uh, Generally, they're named after the weapon that you use, but Battle Mage is such an outlier that um, it just the name Battle Mage pretty much just stuck. Right. So, 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 so that was just arrived at because somebody somebody wanted to use those weapons, or it was determined like, oh, this would really work on these guys. Uh, it was mostly the fact that um, the the sorcery route at the time would use the Crystal Halberd for ONS as well as Seath. Okay. Before you could get the crystal magic, which would make the run that much better. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so realizing that you could use the halberd for those bosses, mm-hmm. and it's really easy to get to Anorlando with whatever. Um, and then uh, the dagger with crystal magic weapon does a ridiculous amount of damage uh, mm-hmm. per second. That was basically the basis of the route. Right. Huh. Yeah, it's awesome. I love the way that like that kind of... You know, approaching a game from a different angle can uh, teach you things about it and kind of uh, innovate, you know, because I would not have thought of using the dagger for that. Um, but when my goals for getting through the game are different, you know, so it's uh, I'm, you know, discovering less, kind of approaching the same thing in a new way is going to get you a lot more. So yeah. that's neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So in uh, so just kind of wrapping up. Um, so where on the Internet can people find you? Like, uh, uh, plug away, man. All right. The most common place that you'll find me is twitch.tv slash ubergoose without an E at the end. Um, long story short, I lost the password to the, the full name. <laughs> um, then on YouTube, ubergoose mage, except goose is G U S. Um, God, it's really confusing <laughs> to find me. Ubergoose. Uh, Uber- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm on Twitter at, at ubergoose us. Um, everything spelled out like it should be. Um, 
Yeah, it's crazy. Um, That's about it. <laughs> yeah, and and I definitely have recommended it before on the show, but I 100% recommend uh, checking out Aiden's videos yeah. because it is definitely if you're if you're coming to it new. I mean, even if you're uh, if you're an old hand at this, then you probably already know about him. But if you're coming at it new, mm-hmm. I found it to be the most friendly entry point mm-hmm. um, for kind of the world. Yeah. So very helpful commentary just to just in general you know we, we we talk so much about if you've played this game just play through it a different way like yeah. i mm-hmm. don't have the ability to do it but just learning about what you see by breaking it uh really neat and i, yeah. appreci- I appreciate knowing about this stuff now yeah it's pretty crazy um because personally for me uh when the, like i wanted to speedrun dark souls but then after i started i really can't play it casually anymore <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh but it's not all bad it's mostly mm-hmm. because the game is too easy for me oh. to play casually mm-hmm. uh so i really i when i game i like thrive on challenge and when something's not challenging to me it's not very entertaining mm-hmm. but even though dark souls isn't that challenging to me trying to compete against the clock is mm-hmm. and that's right. really the draw for me i can creating your own challenge, even though, I mean, the, the game is still, you know, difficult for me at points. But one thing that's interesting that's kind of similar to that is, uh, like, certain shortcuts or certain time-saving measures um, that I take, I have to actively try not to use if I want to, to not <laughs> do that. Like, the next uh, episode, probably, it's, it will have already come out by the time we release this, but the next episode we're recording um, is going to be on the, the Catacombs and Tomb of the Giants. And I, you know, more or less speedrun that area. Like, I go through yeah. it the same way I've watched speedrunners do it. Um, just because I, you know, it's a bewildering nightmare to me to try to get, you know, it makes sense of it. It's like a really confusing area. And the direct route that I found is really, really easy and I'm really used to it. So I, I have to be active about not doing it. You know, it's hard for me not to do it. Yeah. And that's another reason that, like, casually playing through is really hard because I'm just like, well, why would I die to see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, again, uh, thank you very much. Yes. Aiden. Like, I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep watching and check out some of these other people who you have mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I mentioned it in the email, but. Uh, on for, uh, St. Patrick's Day this year, me and some of my buddies did Souls Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Levi and Nick, who have been on the show, and just got drunk and made <laughs> bar snacks, and then just watched watched speed runs <laughs> and uh, watched your your Pyromancer one. Yeah. Uh, during that, so this is the one I had not seen yet um, of those like in a nutshell series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know super fun. I appreciate you know the the entertainment and uh, and what you do. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah. I really do appreciate it. It's yeah, pretty abs- awesome, actually. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're really happy to have you on there. Yeah. So, cool. cool. So, you know the admin stuff, iTunes, blah, blah, blah. Check out all of Aiden's uh, stuff on uh, YouTube and Twitch. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so. uh, in, until next time, uh, praise the sun. Praise the sun. Praise the sun. Praise the sun. Okay, we'll go back in and count the frames and see who got it fastest. (laughs) See if I can be my personal best. Fantastic. (laughs) Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. I I learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah, there's still a lot to learn. (laughs) Yeah.
Oh yeah, no, I mean it, the same thing with the the PVP episode we did. I don't know if, if you listened to that, but there's still like there's yeah. tons of depth to that, you know. Um, and like I, somebody should you know come around and do like a you know a, like a record like a, maybe not a podcast wouldn't be the way to do it, but some kind of like a periodical or publication, <laughs> you know, that kind of does uh, keeps track of this stuff. You know, like um, I want a world actually, where the sports are, are this. There so. actually is something that tries to do that for like all of speedrunning. Um, it's called the Sunday Sequence Break, and they stream every Sunday. And just like they have, uh, sometimes they have a game of the week where they'll go more in depth, kind of like we did, mm-hmm. into like mm-hmm. what the game is. Um, and then they'll have records of the week, so new records that are submitted to them by just speedrunners. Is that uh, and that's on uh, Twitch? Yep. Cool. Pretty yeah. much, pretty much all speedrunning is on Twitch, except the Japanese runners are on Nico Nico. Cool. Just, yeah, I'll check that out as well. I yeah. see somebody like there's a video here about speedrunning Final Fantasy VII. Oh, people speedrun everything. I know. I'm sure I. <laughs> I'm just so naive. <laughs> the, the, the wheels are turning in Cole's head. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm just, I'm just trying to think. Like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah, with with an RPG like where it's not something that's reflex reflex based. It's all that's really interesting to yeah. me. Yeah, it's all just decisions you're making and figuring out what the minimum resources you need to get past a certain point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which that's a, that's an interesting thing too, like uh, figuring out what that is. Here's a general speed run question: um, In uh, Ocarina of Time or uh, uh, Majora's Mask, have they ever figured out figured out if rolling makes you go faster? Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, ro- <laughs> rolling is faster than walking, and walking backwards is the fastest way to move. <laughs> yeah, you, have to, you lock onto something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just Z, Z target and hold down. Yeah, and you then do, you're good. You don't even have to lock on though. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, you have to see target. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then super sliding is a really cool glitch that is the <laughs> fastest way to move. <laughs> uh, games are broken. And then rocket <laughs> shoots. <laughs> yeah, games are broken. <laughs> that's that's the takeaway. That's funny. <laughs> There's actually it's really crazy. Even modern games are very broken. Like uh, Bioshock Infinite has like three different out of bounds that are abusable in the speedrun. Really? Yeah. It's huh. absolutely ridiculous. There are people, too, who have to, like, uh, kind of wait for a new game to come out like that and just anticipate specifically playing it for this. Right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, because Bioshock Infinite is pretty new. Yeah. So to, to have uncovered that stuff at this point. Yeah. Do you, uh, are you, like, a big, are you, do you play a lot of games other than, than Dark Souls? Like, play games casually for not non-speedrunning purposes? Uh. Whenever there's a new game, I at least look into it. Maybe not buy it, but definitely look into it. And I do play a good amount of games, but most of my time right now is devoted to Dark Souls and Dota. Because mm. Dota. Yeah, because yeah. Dota. <laughs> it's a perpetual game, so yeah. it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The speed rank kind of turns anything into a perpetual game. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's um, why I'm actually like actively looking for games to speedrun, and I want to <laughs> want to get into Super Mario Sunshine. Now that I have a capture card. Cool. Oh, also, if you guys, if either of you are ever interested in actually speedrunning, I think it would be actually pretty cool for you guys to, uh, I guess, just stream, (laughs) just stream like an attempt at speedrunning and like if you need coaching or whatever. Oh, yeah. I could do that. That would have to be Gary. Yeah, I'll definitely let you know. I've I've thought about it before. Like, I feel like I want to get... Like I, I'm, you know, not to uh, 
do any kind of shame about my my e-peen, but like I'm not a <laughs> like I, I you know I still die on bosses a lot. Like that's the thing that would that was yeah. is my uh, like I want to practice more and get a little bit more impeccable, you know, as far as uh, my skills just versus the environment. Like I've I've definitely spent some time figuring out fastest ways to get through areas, primarily because there are areas that I don't like that much. Yeah. Um. You know, but uh, that boss thing is what's held me up from that. Honestly, and I understand I gotta try to fail and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. The best way to go about it is just jump in the deep end because that's what I did and it's worked yeah. out so well. Mm-hmm. Toss a toss kid in the pool, exactly in the way in the way that they don't actually do. <laughs> yeah, hopefully in the way in the way that will ruin your kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the therapy way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a cool idea though. And we one of the things that we have for part of this Kickstarter is to do kind of more streaming. I've I've streamed like a little bit of Isaac stuff, so I've thought about oh, yeah. doing a little bit more of that. Um, at this point, it's like a time thing too. Yeah, sure. We're just like finding the time to do it, but that's a good idea. And if so, I'll definitely give you a heads up on Twitter. Yeah, um, and let you know when I'm doing it, and we'll announce it on the the show and stuff, mm-hmm. and that would be really cool. Yeah, because so. I really enjoy like I guess teaching people, which is what made me want to do the explained runs, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and then and that and that brought you to us. That worked out, <laughs> yeah. you know, worked out great. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so are you gonna like are you gonna you know attempt to like are you gonna be able to remove your kind of speed speed run brain from it and oh god no attempt it on its own <laughs> or are you just gonna immediately start poking um, holes in it like, i'm actually gonna do day one speed run basically <laughs> like a blind <laughs> speed run of it yeah i'm gonna do day like day one get the game install it stream start to finish that's awesome <laughs> that's crazy yeah it's awesome yeah. it's a shame that i will be busy trying to get through it to do the podcast yeah. Yeah. like if you uh because uh, uh twitch archives all that stuff right like i know you yeah. you have to manually put it on youtube but it's all there yeah um so. it stays there for like six days and then stuff starts getting removed randomly okay um or six days of streaming that is right yeah i will have to uh make a point of checking that out that's hilarious yeah i, yeah. I love that idea yeah <laughs> i don't know shit like <laughs> <just> <laughs> But the 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 skills will apply though, because like when I played uh, Demon Souls, like it was like way easier since I yeah. played Dark Souls a bunch of times. So yeah. I imagine a lot of it will kind of transfer over. Yeah, yeah probably. And okay. the gameplay looks very very similar. Unless, yeah. unless they anticipate that and intentionally try to. Yeah, and it's a massive <laughs> puzzle game. Yeah. <laughs> like after you get through the first boss. I don't know, maybe. It's frog fractions. Yeah, dark, yeah, dark, dark, dark fractions. Dark fractions. Frog fractions makes no sense, and I love it. <laughs> oh, that game! That game's amazing. Yeah, that game is fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I love that. Do I think that we will have far more soon?